If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, did you hear the latest fast food joint to add chicken nuggets to the menu? Taco Bell. Yeah, they're also adding Baja Blast Gelato, Cheez-It Crunch Wraps, and more. Second, just in time for the Lent season, Popeye's is bringing back their flounder fish sandwich in both classic and spicy. And finally, in the world of food, do you have certain snacks you only eat when you travel? This is considered the ultimate overpriced airport snack food. It is Chex Mix. There is a comedian named Kylie. She set out to show the prices of Chex Mix at airports all over the USA. And get this, one little bag ranges from five to ten bucks, depending on which airport you're at. Bottom line, of course, when you fly, it's always a huge savings if you bring your own snacks. Coming up in just a minute, isn't it so adorable when little kids pick up their parents' accents? Isn't it so adorable when little kids have an accent? Like, I'll never forget when I first heard my little niece, Tabitha, who lives in North Carolina, call her mom. She was really little, just learning to talk. And all of a sudden, I heard her go, Mama. And we were mm-hmm. like, wow, she picked up the North Carolina accent. Uh, well, there's a little two-year-old girl in New Jersey in an Italian family who's gone viral for her adorable New Jersey accent. Words like chocolate, coffee, or even water may not seem interesting in an everyday conversation unless they're spoken by an adorable little toddler in a strong New Jersey accent. Her uh, aunt, Elena, loves to record her little niece, Gia. Say chocolate. Chocolate. Chalk. Chalk. Leave my kid alone. Come on, Jay. Let's go. <laughs> Chalk. Chocolate. The video has hmm. close to 19 million views. Have you ever tried to vacation in your own hometown? I mean, think about it. Is there stuff that's iconic in your hometown that you've never done? We're going to talk about that next. So I got a question for you. Have you ever vacationed in your own hometown? Or are there things in your hometown that are iconic? They're known for this and you just life just gets busy, whether it's school or church or work and you've just never done it before. Um, That's me with something that I'm committed to do this weekend when I finally go home to visit my mom for her birthday. I'm doing a belated visit this year. I was uh, raised in Jupiter, Florida, on the east coast of Florida, right near West Palm Beach. And I have never, even though it's iconic, climbed the Jupiter Lighthouse. Just never. I don't know why. I don't know if it wasn't you know, open as a museum when I was a kid or if we just never took the time, but I've never been up there. I heard the view is gorgeous. I heard it's quite the spiral staircase climb, like puffing and puffing at the top. Top of any lighthouse? Uh, I don't know if I have. I'm trying to to think. Tybee Island Mm -hmm. uh, lighthouse. Yeah. When you're standing at the bottom or you see it, you're just like, "Eh, that's not that high. Uh Uh-huh. That's not that high. You get up there and you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) It's so high. Yeah, my sister, Suzanne, she lives in Jupiter, and she can see the lighthouse from where she lives, and she's scared of heights. So you're doing it. So she's never done Yeah, my niece, Ava, and I mm-hmm. are committed. We're worried about the weather. It's supposed to rain, but we're still, we're committed. And uh, so I'm wondering, like, with you, Kevin, a minute, you could tell us about maybe your hometown of Baltimore. For those of you listening, is there something iconic about your hometown? And you're like, yep, never done it. I need to. I need to make that happen. So we're talking about um, vacationing in your own hometown. And and Trace and I did that for our honeymoon after we got married. We had like no money. I mean, we would watch people go off to fancy places like islands and uh, I don't know, Mexico or the Caribbean or something and be like, wow, 
They're living next level. No passports required for our honeymoon because we honeymooned in our hometown of Baltimore. And we went all around to like spots that we knew of but didn't go to. Oh, cool. Because we just didn't. Like when you live in your own, yeah. when you live there, you don't. So Life we, happens. We yeah. stayed downtown and we, we, got, we got the highest up room we could afford um, at the Holiday Inn in downtown Baltimore. And we just did Baltimore stuff because we figured with going into radio, who knew where we would wind up? Could wind up anywhere. It might be our last chance to really take in our hometown. So people thought we were nuts. Like Baltimore, where you live, that's where you're going for your honeymoon. So yeah, I mean, it was affordable and it was super fun. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Who is the most frugal person you know? For me, it's my mom. Until today, I thought she was the only person who rinses out and reuses her Ziploc bags, which always really creeped me out. Well, I was wrong. Ziploc themselves have weighed in on the matter, and they say you can really reuse their bags several times. Just wash them out with warm soap and water and let them air dry. But there are some instances when the bags should be tossed. If you put raw meat, fish, eggs, or potentially allergy-triggering foods in the bags, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. they better, they're like, one done, just throw it away. Do you, you, re- you, do you reuse Ziploc bags? I do not. I've done it. Maybe because it creeps me out that my mom does it also, over if, and over. Also, no, if no. I get something from Amazon, like, I don't know, sometimes you'll, you'll buy a t-shirt and it comes in like a big ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. I'm like... That's a decent size ziploc bag. I'm saving that. I've got, I've got like a whole bunch of them in our garage. What do you use them for? I don't know. If I, I I've used them before for stuff, especially for like uh, cycling. I'll like if it's raining, I'll put my phone in one and like my snacks and stuff. Oh, roll it okay. up and put it in my jersey pocket. Yeah. You reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, well, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. mom would love hearing this from you because they say you know you get to a certain point that like, you do it with boxes. Like you're like, huh. That's a pretty good box. I'm going to get rid of that. I don't know what age you hit where that becomes a thing, but it's definitely a thing. Are you a fan of The Bachelor and all the spinoffs or a a lot big fan or not at all? We're going to talk about that coming up. Okay. Are you a big fan of The Bachelor and all the spinoffs or are you like me? You've never seen a single episode. (laughs) The franchise debuted in 20... 2002. Seems longer than that. (laughs) it's aired more than 60 seasons of television. I have a a friend and she and her husband don't watch TV on Mondays through Thursdays. They have a new commitment to each other. But on Thursday on her birthday, that's all she wanted to do was watch The Bachelor. So they broke their rule just for The Bachelor. Wow. Well, we have big news (laughs) for you Bachelor fans. They are going to make a Golden Bachelorette spinoff from The Golden Bachelor It'll highlight one radiant woman's second chance at love in her golden years. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if it's one of the women that were was already on the show. That'd be probably be pretty smart yet. to do that. To yeah. Like the lady that wasn't it down to, I don't know how mm-hmm. the show works, but doesn't they narrow it down to like two? Mm-hmm. Do the one that uh, didn't get picked. There you go. Yeah, yeah, give her enough. But that would technically be her third shot. Though. Even though I've never <laughs> watched The Golden Bachelor, I I want to understand the appeal, especially to really young women. Who loved and it. Like, I that was yeah, one they of the highest rated it. ones ever, right? And they said it was all about camaraderie and friendship and women supporting other women. On a show more where so than any other, where they're trying to make the guy see that none of them are as worthwhile as me. 
<laughs> they pulled it off somehow. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I haven't seen it, but that's the article well, I read about it. I mean, honestly, the, the editors and producers of the show can create any storyline they want. They can make it seem like they're at each other's throats or they can make it seem like it's sunshine and roses. So, yeah. Huh. I've never seen it. Watched like five minutes of it with my daughter, Amber. She was like, Dad, I love this show. Watch it with me. But you cannot make fun of it. I was like, <laughs> okay. Five minutes in, she hit pause. She goes, I know you're making fun of it in your head, so can you please leave? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. So usually when a husband and wife have a baby, they're both in the hospital together, right? And they just experience this thing together. Well, it wasn't that way for Ashley and her husband. Wait till you hear about this incredible surprise. We'll tell you about it next. So usually when a husband and wife has a baby, they're together, right? They do everything they can to make sure they're together in the hospital, giving birth. They go to the Lamaze classes and learn all the breathing and everything. But it didn't quite go that way for a wife named Ashley and her husband, Roger. You see, she's a military wife and her husband was away at boot camp when she gave birth to the little baby girl, Lila. And so she drove, thankfully he was in boot camp here in the United States, She drove to his boot camp and surprised her husband, Roger, meeting his baby girl for the very first time. She waited just like a week or two after the baby was born. And he had quite the week. Uh, Roger is from Venezuela and he became a father, a U.S. citizen and a Navy sailor all in the same week. In fact, he uh, became a citizen on the day that his daughter was born. So every year when they celebrate her birthday... They'll also celebrate hers, his birthday as an American citizen. So I don't know if you heard me tell the story a minute ago, but this mom, Ashley, um, she had to give birth to her baby all by herself because her husband was off. Roger was off at boot camp to become a Navy sailor. And like anything, there's more to the story. Pretty cool. Ashley happens to work as a labor and delivery nurse. And so she had a lot of family and friends and doctors giving her the green light like, okay, you can go down the trip, but keep your baby covered. Don't let anyone come and touch her because she was just born on February 1st. So she was a a brand new baby. And everybody told her, you are going to fall in love with your husband even more when you see him as a dad. And she said, sure enough, when she handed her husband her baby girl for the first time at the airport where they met, it was like magic in her in his eyes. She said it was may sound super cheesy, but he was just so blown away. And there's a beautiful picture, of course, in the hospital of the day that Lila was born. And Ashley said at that moment, she felt a little bit like a single mom. And it just reminded me of what you military families go through for our country. You know, she, she he had to be off at Navy boot camp. He could not be there for the birth of his child. And I'm so glad they're finally reunited. So thank you to everyone who's listening who is in the military service band. We appreciate you. So sometimes running into a coworker can be awkward, especially if you like were deep in thought in the kitchen, getting your coffee and they're like, hey, so here's <laughs> some fun facts. Another edition of Taylor's The More You Know oh, that you can share at the water cooler. First, did you know that kiwis, you know, the fruit were originally called Chinese gooseberries, but when New Zealand wanted to export them to the U.S., they changed the name because China was communist, which made them very unpopular in America during the Cold War. No one's going to buy Chinese gooseberries, but they'll buy kiwi fruit. Yeah. Okay, second thing, um, you know that famous line, Houston, we have a problem. That's not the exact quote. When Jack Swigert was communicating from Apollo 13th, 13, he actually said, quote, uh, okay, Houston, 
we've had a problem here. Huh. But it got rewritten in history. It's much more dramatic for a yeah. declarative statement. Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem. And finally, this one is big for you, Kev, since you're a lefty. Less than 1% of people in China are left-handed. Mm-hmm. At least that's how many people admit it. It's considered a biological flaw in China if you're left-handed. No kidding. So people won't admit it, and they train themselves to do things with their right hand. Isn't that sad? Huh. Being a lefty is like so awesome yeah, and special. Yeah. Huh. That's Taylor's The More You Know. Can you imagine how hard it is emotionally when a dog runs away? Coming up, the best reunion ever. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Can you even begin to imagine how hard it is emotionally when a, a dog runs away? The not knowing would be agony. Well, this guy named Benjamin, who grew up in Nebraska, knows exactly what it's like. His childhood dog went missing when a family friend was caring for her, and they just found her, ready for this, four years later. Yeah, that's so crazy. Someone found Patches, that's her name, 600 miles away in New Mexico, living on the streets, and they've been reunited Benjamin's wife, Elizabeth, said, we feel as though God really guided and directed us to this. So I think the dream a lot of people have is, man, if I won the lottery, I totally would quit. I would quit that day. Somebody did it. Wait till wait you hear about this. Talk about it next. So, uh, Taylor, when you think of winning an amount of money that would enable you to say, that's it. I quit. I'm out. How much would that be? Would it be millions? Like, it have to be millions, like tens of millions or what? Uh, yeah, because I'm married to a financial planner, so I've seen how... <laughs> Ten million doesn't go as when far you're as it young, used to. When you're young, your money only lasts so many years. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, I can see that. I can see that. But um, I don't think I would quit. I, I would not quit. I just love my job so much. I just wouldn't need the paycheck anymore, right? So, but this guy who's a truck driver, 68 years old in uh, England, uh, he and his wife, they both had winning tickets in some lottery there. And uh, next day he, he like turned the truck around, went back to work and he's like, I'm done. I quit. Like literally quit that day. Whoa. No time to even think it over. Nope. Notice nothing. Nope. And he said, I got back to base, dropped the trailer off to my manager. And he just said, you are one lucky man. He shook my hand and wished me, wished me his best. Been working uh, hard my whole life. It's time for a break. break. Do you know how old he is or how long you've been he been doing He is uh, 68 years old. He's been driving a truck for 42 years. Oh, it was time. Man, good for him. Do you know you have to retire from air traffic controller at like 57? But here's And he here's, was 68 driving a truck. Wow. Here's the deal, though. To me, this was not quit your job money. They won combined about 370,000 pounds. So just about four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, that's yeah. Unless they've got major government that, assistance. Yeah, I don't know that that is quit your job money. That's I can get a different job. That's I really don't need this one. I'll go get another one. Yeah. <laughs> if you got that in the bank and you're sixty eight years old, if he has longevity but, in his family and he's going to live to like eighty eight, <laughs> that is not much money for twenty years. <laughs> what not, did you say? Three hundred eighty thousand. Uh, yeah, just about four hundred thousand dollars. I think it's three hundred and seven, about three hundred seventy thousand pounds. So it's probably about four hundred thousand dollars. So I, yeah, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's marching to your boss's office type money. That's that might even be keep it to yourself money. <laughs> if if he lives to be eighty eight because he's sixty eight, so if he lives twenty more years, yeah, that's about twenty thousand dollars a year. Whoo, 
to live on. Okay. And it's for two. It's for him and his wife. Right. So, yeah, he might want to rethink that. <laughs> hey, boss. Remember? You know that day I was feeling euphoric because I won the lottery? Remember um, I stormed in here and told you exactly what I think of you? <laughs> what a kidder I am, huh? <laughs> April Fool's! <laughs> I got out my calculator. So, the story about the truck driver won the lottery, uh, drove back to home base and said, I quit. It's, he, he was even more excited than that. Uh, They called him to tell him he won. He's out on a delivery or whatever. Mm -hmm. He hung up with them and immediately called the boss. (laughs) Didn't even drive back and do it in person. Yeah. I'm well, he's like, I'm, I'm dropping this off, but then I'm going to, I'm being back and this is it. I'm done. This is, I'm literally on my last shift right now. It makes me think about, you know, there's so many people that they are working at a job. They do not love because they love and adore and serve their family every day. Hmm. That's what it's all about. Like, yeah. I mean, whether it's an overnight shift somewhere or just not their dream job, they're doing it because they want the health insurance and the the solidarity they're providing their family. Hmm. So they keep trudging away year after year after year after year. Hmm. I've seen that, um, especially in my um, my brother-in-law, Doug. Yeah, I think he likes his job. He's a He's a phlebotomist he works at a hospital and draws blood and uh, you know analyzes blood and well, all that i'm always impressed with people but, who who have jobs of and i can't spell okay. their job title <laughs> yeah i'm always impressed by those people you're what but like when he was trying to help both of his kids they adopted two kids mm-hmm. lance and annie and when he was trying to help them with college he took yet another overnight job wow so that he could help them with college like he's just one of those people that just Serves God faithfully, quietly, mm. would never, he's not on social media, would never brag. Yeah. He would be dying if he knew I was bragging about him right now. If he won the lottery, you think he'd quit his job? <laughs> I think he might. At this point. I'm done. Kids are, kids are done. done with college. Yeah, I think he might. <laughs> so would you give away one of your family secret recipes if you knew it was going to really help kids? I I think a lot of people would. Mm -hmm. And you may have heard um, this most recent Super Bowl 2024 was the most watched U.S. TV broadcast since the 1969 moon landing. And uh, one of the women who's prominent at the Super Bowl is superstar mom Donna Kelsey. Got two sons that are football players, including uh, the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. And she's famous for giving away chocolate chip cookies. She gives it to her son's teammates. She has this family recipe. Okay. Well, this is pretty cool. Someone said, hey, listen, could we get your super secret recipe if it helps kids? And she's like, okay, you can do it. So they made this coffee mug and it says Mama Kelsey's cookies. And it's got her a picture of her with her iconic glasses and her recipes on the coffee mug. Hmm. And they're selling them and they're raising money to pay off student lunch debt in Kansas. Oh, that's cool. And so, you know, kids, you know, don't don't have to be, have that stress and families don't have to have that stress of, mm-hmm. oh, we owe all this money for student lunch debt. And yeah. thanks to her sh- sharing your secret. Voila. Sounds super nice. I don't know if you know this, Taylor, but our research department here at the radio station, they did a extensive survey and they found out that one of, if not the most popular thing on the Kevin and Taylor show is dad jokes. Did you know that? Really? I had not heard of this survey. That may in fact be a dad joke. (laughs) I think it is. Got some dad jokes coming up next.
All right, Taylor, get ready to laugh because I got some good dad jokes for you. What do you need if you're you're on your way to a party? You're on your way and you rip your outfit. What are you in need of in that moment? Uh, I don't know. What are you in the need of, Kev? A Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, so my, my son told me the other day, he's like, Dad, you're getting so old. I got angry. I was like, I am not. Now, help me with the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> how, okay, last one. How did, a, how did the fisherman start dating a mermaid? Uh, I don't know. How did it happen? They met online. <laughs> oh, wow. Ew. He, he reeled her, her in. Okay. <laughs> okay, ladies, this is a question just for the women for a second. Okay. Do you ever go through something like maybe it's part of your morning routine and you're like, oh, if guys only knew what we go through, <laughs> that was me today. And I thought it'd be fun if you shared your if guys only knew story in just a minute. Welcome to Taylor's If Guys Only Knew What We Go Through. <laughs> and uh, this is inspired by my morning routine today. Okay. Uh, here's what happened. I had taken a shower, mm-hmm. moisturized. Mm-hmm. I had blow dried my hair. Okay. And I was trying to like push my bangs to the side so that I could get my mascara on. Okay. And I did that thing, ladies. I know you know what it, what it happens if you have bangs like me. You get a little bit of mascara on one of the bangs. Then you're, while you're trying to grab a tissue to clean off the bangs so you don't have dyed bangs from the <laughs> mascara, then the mascara swirls on your eye and you've got all, then you've got to get cold cream or whatever moisturizer out and like a tissue and like try to clean that mascara off the side of your eye without taking the eyeshadow off that you've already put on. And I'm just like, and guys wonder, like, oh, I wonder why you were running a couple what's, minutes late today. What's taking so long? It's, <laughs> it's things like that. There's this stuff that can go wreck. Like mascara on your eyebrows, wreaking <laughs> havoc. And then meanwhile, you're like, oh, man, I have so much more to get done to get myself out the door. And meanwhile, I'm trying to get this mascara off my eye. What would have happened had you left it? Would people be looking like, what's oh, something's totally. wrong with you? What, you would have been like... Okay? I think you have a black eye. Did you get bumped? Did you did you run into a tree while you were mountain biking? Like what happened? So I I know there are women listening right now that are like, oh guys yes, don't know I the half of catch it. myself saying that inside my head all the time. If guys only knew what we went through, we'd love to hear from you. Okay, so uh, you were saying if guys only knew uh, what what women go through just to get out the door, like mm-hmm. we have no idea. I'm going to take issue with that. And there may be other guys listening too. like uh, a lot of guys raised by their moms. I was raised by a single mom. So I was more than familiar with seeing the curling iron heating up and uh, uh, witnessed the burn mark on the the bathroom sink from the curling iron tipping over. Uh And yeah, and it shouldn't have. And I'm sure a lot of people had those on those old, like, I guess they were cheap kitchen sinks they put in the townhouse community we lived in and uh so yeah and and just helping my mom with all that kind of stuff and then getting married and having three daughters i'm familiar with all everything that goes into it but that does not stop me from uh tracy with her nighttime routine like she'll we have um, you know uh, his and her sinks mm-hmm. i'll be sitting there brushing my teeth i got my electric toothbrush growing and she's putting something on her face i'll go what was that for and she'll go, what? And I'll go, what's that for? And she'll go, what? And I'll, I'll go, hold on. And I'll spit the water out. And I'll go, what's that for? And she'll go, oh, this this is just like my moisturizer cream. I'll go, oh, okay. 
I'm going again. Then she's doing that, dabbing something else. What, what, what's that for? That's my neck cream. Do you have separate? Yep. Oh, wow. I mean, it's like this whole routine. <laughs> and she's like, why do you want to know? Why did you think this just happens? Why do you want to know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do want to know. I do want to know. So I bet there are more guys out there that are familiar hmm. that maybe were raised like me by a single mom or maybe. They did had, you like, know that that happens on a morning routine? Your bangs get in the mascara and then your mascara gets no, on look, your face from your bangs. And- Tracy doesn't have bangs, but she does have if you've ever seen a picture of Tracy on the socials. She has uh, beautiful, curly, long hair. Uh, and she clips it when she's getting ready. Oh. So she holds it back with clips, does the face stuff, uh-huh. <laughs> and then lets her hair dry and removes the clips as we're leaving the door. However, she has gone to the grocery store, gone through the checkout, and gotten home and realized the clips were still in. <laughs> That's awesome. Which is pretty funny. <laughs>